What's going on everyone? Uh, this is uh, Teodor Sirkay and this is the launch of the Guillaume cast. Um, so this is our initiative uh, that we, we're starting today uh, where every day I'm, I'm going to do like a five to ten minutes, at most ten minutes, uh, kind of like a, a thoughts of the day kind of sort of inspired just by random events or something that I've written or you know something that was shared with me. Uh, and on that note, uh, you'll see the title. Uh, says uh, Guillaume Cast, and then uh, what we have wrought. Um, the reason I, uh, that that's the title of this first Guillaume Cast is uh, about 140 years ago, uh, uh, when the telegraph was first invented, the first uh, message that was sent out by uh, Morse, who, you know, the Morse code of uh, Alfred Morse, I believe his name is, uh, it was what has God wrought, wrought, as in what has God given. Like it was almost like that was the first official telegraph. So that was the, the first message that was sent out. Imagine that to be like uh, the, the, the text message of the uh, 1800s. And it was almost like a, a level of dread. Like, my God, what have we done? So the reason that, you know, this one's called what, ha what we have wrought, it's more of instead of a question, it's more like a statement uh, uh, of trying to, it sounds audacious. Audacious when I when I say it this way. <laughs> it's making me actually uh, d d think twice about even using that title. Uh, but it's everything up until this point has been flowing in one direction, which is you know technology has been taking us further and further away from the from the source of our strength, which is community, which is love, uh, and it's kind of detaching us. Um, so the Guion Journal, in a way, uh, is is kind of an homage to antiquity, uh, to, to Ethiopia, uh, the, um, the river in um, Ethiopia, we, we now call it the Nile. It's, uh, it was actually called Abagion, which is the Gion River, uh, which is the second uh, by, um, uh, river named in, in uh, Genesis. Uh, <clears throat> and the, the whole continent that we now call Africa used to actually be called Ethiopia. The whole continent was called Ethiopia, uh, the uh, Atlantic Ocean used to be called the Ethiopia, uh, Ethiopian Ocean, right? And so technology, as much as it has, as is given to us, has also brainwashed us. And this kind of goes in line with uh, the article that I published yesterday uh, called The Matrix Revelations, in that, you know, um, those who uh, wield uh, information, uh, those who own uh, the means to, to disseminate information, uh, the more technology advances, the more their power increases. To the point now where, you know, Facebook and Google and Twitter are, are become like they've, they've ba basically become demigods in terms of how much power they, they possess. Um, it's, it's, my, it's breathtaking that they, they, they're able to do this to the point where even in the article that I wrote yesterday, uh, they're able to uh, uh, influence or shape uh, public policies, public uh, discourse based on what they choose to leave out, uh, the, uh, what they choose to omit. Or what they choose to elevate, and this is something that uh, independent media and independent journalists know very well. Uh, I, you know, I battle with this a lot, uh, and there, there's been a shift. Uh, I've been in kind of in this for a while, and there was um, there was a level of a, a level playing field maybe eight years ago. Every year since then, it's gone to the point where I can see the amount of hits that come in from social media, and it's diminishing all the time. Um, so. You know, it's going to sound like a conspiracy theory when I say that uh, social media companies or corporations are actively engaged in news, uh, news suppression 
as if though I know about it firsthand, but I do. In that, you know, if you're not part of the, the clique, if you're not part of the Washington Post, or if you're not part of the New York Times, then you're, you're, the chances of you showing up in somebody's newsfeed is minimal, right? Um, so it, it almost kneecaps independent journalism and it, it elevates uh, corporate news. Uh, and that's the, the intended effect. Uh, and, and that works in the favor of those uh, who have so much money and wealth that they're able to, uh, you know, to, to leverage that in order to, uh, to, to shape uh, how we think how, and influence how we think. Um, so that was the, you know, the, 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 the premise of this first young cast. It's, uh, it's about technology and how we used to, how we consume it, uh, how we become part of the dissemination of it. Because we also have power. We're not powerless in this. Uh, we make a collective choice every day. Um, you know, if, if we're not putting out an article, if you publish an article in your own journal, the reason that it gets read by as many people that it, it, it does is because people feel like they're vested in the Guillaume journal. They, they appreciate what they uh, read, obviously. Uh, but beyond that, they also feel like they're, they're, they're vested in, um, invested in the Guillaume journal. So they disseminate it. And so that's the power that we have. Uh, we're not powerless in this. Um, and so I want to kind of pivot back at, at a certain point to also talking about the matrix, because there's something else that kind of hit me today that I'm going to uh, tie it back on, you know, close it up, uh, close it up with at the end. Uh, but as far as let's just stick with how we view this world right now. Right. Um, you know, a long time ago, I thought I've been evolving on this for a while. Um, I thought the, the struggle back in the day was between black and white. Uh, between Democrat and Republican, and in, in my homeland, Ethiopia, between TPLF and TPLF supporters and Ethiopians. And you can see in every instance, it's division, division, division. Uh, by accepting division and they're fighting against that division, I'm perpetuating a division. And then it took, you know, a long journey of, of me going through homelessness, uh, me going through a lot of uh, grief and two, uh, two years of seclusion, for me, and, and, and seeing, witnessing, by the way, uh, a lot of, uh, I always use, uh, use quote marks when I say white and black, because these things is, are just asinine. They're artificial inventions that I've never met one person in my life that's truly black or truly black, uh, truly white. These are just artif uh, artificial constructs meant to uh, put humanity into a caste system. Uh, but that said, uh, when I saw, quote unquote, a bunch of white people in homeless shelters, um, uh, Latinos, uh, African-Americans, you know, I realized that uh, poverty comes for all. And when you when you really hit the bottom of society, it doesn't discriminate. So I could no longer in good conscience, you know, say that I'm, I'm standing up for justice by ignoring the plight of, of you know, half of uh, more than half of America. And I also realized that the source of injustice is division. And as, as long as we feed into the divides, we're uh, actually uh, furthering the very same uh, system of, of, of racism, of sexism, of isms, and, and, uh, and, and inequities that we think that we're fighting against. I, I wrote something earlier and posted on Twitter. Uh, you could follow me on Twitter, by the way. It's uh, at uh, Teodros, T-E-O-D-R-O-S-E. That stands F-I-K-R-E. But um, I was like, man, it just hit me. I was like, you can't fight evil because you perpetuate evil when you turn into, uh, and, you know, uses as tax, uh, tactics, the only way to, to, to overcome evil is by through love, right? You have to love evil. And if you look at, I used to always 
like save Dan. Love is uh, evil backwards, <laughs> right? But if you look at it, e e v o l, the uh, phonetics of that is evil, and then love l o v e. So that you have to be the opposite of that which you think is evil, or else if you revert to it, you become part of it. And so, I want to close it up with the Matrix and how it blew my mind just today. Like life is a constant, constant growth process. Yesterday, I wrote that uh, you know Neo uh, lost had to lose his eyesight in order for him to realize his true power, right? Uh, and that was the the even though the Matrix Part One is my favorite one. Uh, the last matrix where he lost his eyesight is probably the most profound because the eyes are the ones that deceive us. They teach, teach us that we're different. Uh, they teach us that, uh, you know, other people that don't look like us are, are, are our enemies. And a lot of things that we, we've learned over the uh, years is through the, the filter of, of the eyes. And there's a Bible verse that says, better to pluck out your eyes than, than, than you lo uh, lose your soul. Uh, I'm just kind of paraphrasing. And so it hit me. I was like, wow, okay, so... He, um, he lost his eyesight and he realized his true power within and it was all energy. And that energy, if you look at the movie, it's like it was, it was radiating. That, to me, that's love, right? It's the opposite of where the Matrix was, which is evil and hatred. Um, and then I started thinking, hold on. What if, if that's the case, everything that Morpheus was teaching him? What if Morpheus was part of the Matrix himself? And now it started going down that path. I was like, well, hope if that's the case, and that, that, that means the red pill that Morpheus gave him was also a blue pill in disguise. And it just made me realize, you know, Morpheus came and taught Neo how to fight. He taught him all the, like, weaponry. And he taught him how to do a karate and jujitsu and all that kind of stuff, right? He taught him how to fight the Matrix using the tools of the Matrix. And I used to say, not too long ago, I, mean, I still did to, to, uh, uh, say to this day, that those folks that convince you to get angry and that convince you to get mad and convince you to get in people's faces are not there to help you. They're there to enslave you to them. Because when you become, when they, when people that can uh, manipulate you emotionally, they own you. The truest way, I'm not saying like, you know, if somebody punches you, turn the other cheek and love them and hug them. But when you encounter anger, you don't become angry or else you, you, you become co-opted by anger. So Morpheus, it hit me today, was actually part of the Matrix. And so was the Nebuchadnezzar, the ship that he was on. And I looked up, like, the, the Nebuchadnezzar was the, the king of Babylon, the most powerful king of Babylon. Uh, fellow Rastafarians know very well there's nothing good that comes from Babylon. <laughs> Babylon is the complete opposite of Zion. Um, so when Neo got on the, on the ship, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar he was, Morpheus was taking him away from Zion. Right. So this, these things are, you know, kind of that's why I love uh, this movie so much, because there's levels to this. Right. Uh, which ultimately it comes back to this. A, there is no complete aha moment. Life is a continual growth process and understanding what you know today will be obviously tomorrow. So if we have that that perspective and that humility, then we don't have to go around trying to educate other people, but we can learn together. So there is no red pill, a red pill. Anyone that kept saying, yo, I, I've been red pilled, they've been blue pilled because they, they, they're saying that as, as a means of boasting. Like, I get it now. I'm awake and the rest of you aren't, which is blue pill. The, uh, the, 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 if you want to reach people, the, the best way to do it is not to boast and say, let me educate you. It's to say, hey, let's learn together. So that's one. 
Um, and then ultimately, I was about to tie back up. Oh, about you know, to not emulate that which we uh, which we are re repulsed by. Um, you can't like if you see something divisive, and you speak against the, that div divisiveness, you become divisive too. It's very this thing becomes very tricky, right? Uh, I think the only way to you have to offer ideas. You can't speak against ideas. So, um, and which. You know, for me as a writer, as as somebody that likes to, you know, I call myself a journalist, but not really. I, I'm just I consider myself an observer. Uh, it becomes very problematic because writing, it's it it depends on black and white, as in like not the skin color, but taking positions. But there is no black and white in this world. It's all gray, and when you accept that, then you really go down the path of 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 humanity, as opposed to e egoism. Oh, yeah, being egotistic. All right. Anyway, so this is uh, the first uh, iteration, the beta version of uh, the Guillaume cast. I'll be doing this more often. Uh, check back tomorrow and we'll do uh, the, the second installment. And then from that point on, uh, I'll keep it going. Sometimes it could just be a, a two minute uh, observation. Today is more like 13 minutes. It's, it's the large. So, you know, I had, to, I had to keep this going a little bit longer than I, than I thought I was going to. Uh, and, and then follow us on uh, on Twitter at, at the, the Gion Journal is at G H I O N Journal. Uh, you can also, of course, <laughs> look up our website, which is the GionJournal.com. That's G H I O N Journal.com. And you know, you can you can follow me on Twitter as well. It's uh, Teodros at uh, T E O D R O S E uh, and uh, F I K R E. All right. Uh, thank you everyone for tuning in and uh, I'll catch you all in the next Gion cast. Have a blessed day. Peace.